This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. If you are on Instagram and Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you're on Facebook, like my Facebook page, Strictly Anonymous. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to my channel. I love YouTube as a platform. You're definitely going to want to subscribe this time because the guy that talks today was someone that I found off of the comments on YouTube. He started to talk about his story in the comments. Uh, I just taped a story. It's fucking crazy. You're not going to believe it. It's really good, actually. Um, and he's definitely going to be on YouTube responding to anybody who has comments about this episode. Uh, you could also comment on any of my other episodes. I always respond to everybody on YouTube. I love people who listen to my show. Just so you know, if you're listening to my show, I love you. <laughs> and so I do really love to hear from people. Before I was on YouTube, but people would email me and I always love to hear from listeners. Um, now I get a lot of people making comments there and I love it. So if you want to comment on this episode or any other episodes, go to YouTube, Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to my channel and comment. Uh, if you are, or if you haven't subscribed to my show, where you're listening to it, subscribe, whether you're listening to it on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, I don't know, subscribe to my show, write a good review. I love good reviews. It's funny, you know, I had some bad reviews and I complained about it. And I have a very diehard fan. His name is Joe. I love him. He make, I met him on YouTube. <laughs> he comments a lot. He's the best. I love him. He's like one of my faves. And, but he, and he really has my back and he's like, oh, that fucking ginger that commented on your uh, reviews. I'm going to make a better review. And he literally writes a review and he goes off on poor Ginger. And like, honestly, you know, I wanted to say to Joe, thank you so much for having my back and sticking up for me. That's like super cool. Right. But I don't believe in like, you know, stooping as low as somebody else. Right. Like Ginger went on there and trashed me. I don't believe in going back and trashing somebody else. Like that's just like, doing the same thing, right? So I don't condone that. So Joe, like, thanks for having my back, but no need to be rude to Ginger. She's entitled to her opinion, but I just want to say that I think it's fucking mean to write bad things about people online, right? So then I would say it's not good for Joe then to go back and do it, right? Even though he wanted to stick up for me, which I totally appreciate. I don't uh, want to put Ginger down. I think maybe she's just not a happy person because what kind of people, like I said, actually take the time to write bad things about other people online. It's weird, right? So anyway, thanks, Joe. But you know, don't waste your time saying mean things or it's not nice. Right? Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, if you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show. I love giving people advice. I think I have good advice. Some people say I have good advice. Some people say my advice sucks. I don't know. Maybe not a lot of people say my advice sucks. But uh, if you need advice, 
because you have a problem. It doesn't have to be about sex. It doesn't have to be a crazy problem. I like to just like, you know, analyze it, regular dating relationship stuff, you know, that kind of things as well. A lot of times people don't write in to me because they think that they look at the titles of my show and they're intimidated by them and think they have to have like this crazy story to be on. But they're not true. Uh, if you want to be on the show because you have a problem and you want my advice or you have a secret naughty life that you want to talk about, go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on the show. You could also donate to my show on my podcast if you want to throw me a couple bucks because you're happy with what I'm putting out. I've been doing my show for six years. I haven't made a fucking dime. And at this point, because I have so many people listening to my show and I emailed people back and everyone comments, it's like a full, not not full time, I'd say it's like a part time hardcore job, right? And I get paid nothing, zero zilch. So, and I put it out there for everyone to listen to. And I, like I said, I love my listeners. If you want to donate to my show, you could do that on strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. There's a donate button, or you could join up for my Patreon. There's three tiers. The lowest tier is like three bucks. It's to me, that's chump change a month. How much is it a year? Like nothing. That's a great way to donate to the show and say thanks for my show to me. And I really appreciate it. Um, but you do get something for that. You get these episodes early. You get them on Friday as opposed to Sunday. And you also get these really great Q&A's that I do every month where I talk about me and, you know, answer questions that people want to know about me. So if you're a fan of the show and like I said, want to help me out and, you know, because you appreciate what I do, go to my Patreon and sign up. There's other tiers there as well. They're all laid out. Okay. Patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. I love my patrons. I love them too. Besides my listeners, I love even more the people (laughs) join my patreon right those are my people my really diehard fans so go there if you want to strictly anonymous podcast.com slash no patreon sorry patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast i think podcast is at the end whatever you'll find it uh there'll be links there's links all over the place uh if you that's it i think there's nothing else for me to say if you blah 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 no no more if yous uh now i'm gonna get to steven now steven like i said is a guy i found on youtube he was posting shit about his story there's a christine got gangbanged by like five black guys episode it's the most listened to episode on um YouTube, I think one of them has like 60,000 views and another one has like 30,000 because I, I aired her thing twice. But anyway, people love a good gangbang story. And I think if you throw the whole interracial thing in the mix, it's like really fucking popular, right? <laughs> and so he was talking about how he's been involved in that whole scenario, right? This guy's story. And he had it. He posted it on uh, YouTube. And I'm like, why? And people were like, you're full shit. I'm like, why don't you come on the show, right? This guy has a really fascinating story. It involves a place called The Hills or The Hill, okay? And it's a place where him and his wife and her friend go. Uh, They get fucked by tons of black guys, and he's the cleanup guy. And if you don't know what cleanup guy means, I'll tell you. It means he fucking, like, cleans up their jizz after they fuck their wives. His wife and her friend. (laughs) (laughs) And he's been doing this for eight years, like every day. I was trying to do the math and figure out how much jizz he's actually had because this is a lot. I don't know. Some people say it's like good for your skin. I don't know. Are there any, like, I would love to know about what swallowing jizz does for you, if there's any benefits or the opposite, right? And because if there are any benefits, he'd have them because this guy's swallowing more jizz than anyone I know as the cleanup guy. You'll find out why. 
they went down this route, why he's just the cleanup guy and doesn't participate. That's an interesting story there. You'll find out how this actually saved his marriage. You'll find out how many babies they've had through this situation. You'll find out how that girl wound up living with them, how many children they all have together, how everybody in that fucking neighborhood knows what's going down and nobody else is shutting it down. I don't know. It's crazy. I had a million questions. I talked to him for a good hour. If you have any more questions that I didn't cover in this story, go to YouTube to talk to him. But uh, right now I'm going to be right back on with Steven. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, all right. Hey, Stephen. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you doing today? Oh, not too bad. How about yourself? I'm good. So listen, you were somebody, I guess you found my show on YouTube, right? Is that where you found my show on YouTube? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And then you commented and you on like, I think it was like my most famous episode on YouTube that has the most views is gangbang Christine. Like Christine had a gangbang with five black guys. Right. <laughs> and I went yes, up talking ma'am. to her three different times. The first one was she had the gangbang and then the second two like just went in a totally different direction. She was one of the most interesting guests I ever had because that story unfolded and it was just became so much more. Right. Um, and if anyone wants to go listen to that episode, you could go find it on YouTube. I created a playlist. Go to my YouTube channel and you hear, hear it there. But what you did in the comments, right, and then we got in a conversation is you talked about how you've had two women that have been involved in gangbangs while you watched. One of them is your wife. And you're just going to have to elaborate because I was like once I heard your story and you kind of explained it there, I was like, why don't you come on the show? So, um, it's true that you had two separate women that you were involved in gangbangs with? Yes, ma'am. So why don't we My start with the, her... why don't we start with the first one? Was like your wife, the, the wife that you have now? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So, and then the other one, was that someone before your wife, like a girlfriend or is it somebody while you were with no, your wife? No, it's her friend. It's her friend. Oh my God, we got to get into this shit. What do you mean her friend? It's already fascinating. I already have a million questions. Okay, so why don't we start, like you're, you know, you wind up having these gangbangs with your wife and her friends involved. Like, I mean, how did, did you start with your wife having very vanilla sex and you guys, after being together for a very long time, transitioned into doing all these kinky things? Or how did it start that you guys are like doing gangbangs together? Or how did it progress to that? After our second child, uh, she said she didn't want any more, so I ended up losing, and I went in for a vasectomy, and they got a couple bunch of nerves, and now I can't have any sex. What? And wait, wait, they did. They did a typical vasectomy, and they wound up clipping a nerve by accident or whatever, and you can't yes. have sex because of that. Yes. Did you get millions of dollars? Uh, I had it done, I'm, had it done through the VA and, uh, so you couldn't like get any, any kind of, yeah. you couldn't get any kind of compensation? Um, uh, for that, no, I, wow. I'm a disabled vet. 
and I get a hundred percent disability, which right takes care of everything. So yeah, but still, I mean, to you were disabled already to take away the ability to get pleasure from sex is pretty devastating. Oh yeah, that. But the, I ended up almost getting a divorce. It got the arguing and the fighting got so bad. About not you, about you not being able to have sex, or what was the arguing about? Uh, it, because I couldn't perform for her, and yeah, she was getting mad at me, and I was yelling back, and it just got out of hand. And then one day I was watching interracial porn, mm-hmm. and uh, they came in and sat down and watched. Who's they? And when it was all your wife uh, and her my friend. Wife and her, her friend, yes. Okay, so she knew you watched porn. She was cool with it. Because, I mean, there's some women that are, like, freaked out if they think their husband watches porn. So your wife knew that you did, and she was fine, and she knew you were in the other room watching? Uh, I guess so, because she went over to her house, and they came back home, and I wasn't in the living, living right. room. Right, so. uh-huh. They walked in where you were, and you were just happened to yeah. be watching this porn. Okay, and then what happened? They sat down and were watching it with me, and when it ended... Uh, her friend came over and she goes, do you like watching white and Asian women having sex with black men? And I said, yeah. She went over to her, to my wife and uh, they started talking and then she picked up the phone and called somebody. And uh, we ended up the next evening going up to the hill. That's a place... In but wait a second, where... she left and decided to call someone? What did you just say? Well, she at the house, she just walked over and picked up the phone. Okay, and did she say and... who she was calling, or did you know what was going down? Uh, no, the two girls were together. My wife and her friend were okay. together. And okay. They were laughing and talking, and uh, we ended up going up to the hill the next evening. And what is the hill, quote-unquote? <laughs> what does that mean, the it's, hill? Uh, it's um, it's like a project area. Okay. And, In where uh, where you live, that's what it's called. The hill is like a place where there's a lot of projects. Yes. Okay. And um, now, but well, let me ask you this because I, I, to me, it's like, and maybe because it's so long ago, it's hard to remember all the details. But I like details, I, you know, because I'm a girl. But I, I know a lot of guys don't really give a shit. But I want the details. Uh, this is my show. Um. You know, did your wife tell you, like, were there any kind of conversations afterwards? Did she say to you, like, hey, babe, you know, she called so-and-so and and we're going to go up to the hill and we're going to fuck black guys? Or, like, was there any kind of talk? Were you like, where are we going? I mean, were there any conversations that happened before you went to the hill? Uh, Just that afternoon, she said, we're going up to the hill. She knows a bunch of people up there. Her friend knows a bunch of people up there. But you think you're just going to hang, right? I mean, do you know that this is going to be like about I SEX? Friend, I thought maybe her friend was going to do something and we were just going to stay there until she was finished. Okay. All right. So you and your wife and your friend will go to the hill. And uh, we went to a building. We went inside and they we ended up in a room with a bed and a chair in it. And uh, they told me to undress the girls and then sit in the Who's chair they? And Who's they? Who's they? Who's they? There were three black men that were there took us to, to the room. Okay, so you walk in, there's three black guys there. You're with your two white friends, like your wife and your wife's friend, right? 
And the three black guys tell you to undress them and go in the other room. Now, are the black guys there or they went away? Uh, One of them stayed and I, I guess the other two wanted to let them know what was going on. Okay. Because right after I sat down in the chair, two naked black men came into the room and then the other guy left. And, and, now, uh, and the girls looked, are both naked. Now, has your wife ever, you had, had you guys ever fantasized about having this kind of interracial sex? Had she ever had sex with a girl? Like, I mean, because it, it seems like you go from like just having sex with your wife and being a regular couple. Now you can't have sex. And now she's in a room naked with her friend fucking a bunch of black guys. It's like, seems like a big jump. Yes, like I said, it all happened because I couldn't end up having sex. Right, so you just figured that would be okay. Did you ever know she had this freaky side? Because, I mean, that's pretty, like, a lot of girls would not wind up in that position, especially with their friend. I think the friend even adds, uh, you know, more of a kink to it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, you think about it, yes, but I never really thought about it. Right, okay, so she's there naked. Everyone's going to be like, Kathy, shut the fuck up and just let him get to the good story. But I like these (laughs) questions. All right, right, so you're in the room. They're naked, right? Now, the two black guys come in. Yes, and they walk up to them and they tell the girls to get on their knees and suck and make them big. I'm trying to be nice here. (laughs) You want, right, they want to get hard. Make us hard. Yeah. Okay. And uh, while they were sucking, my wife got her man big first. And he laid her on, well, not, you know, lengthwise, but there was enough room. They let him sideways. Mm-hmm. And um, he started to enter my wife, and God, she was making so much noise. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Like I said, more than she ever did with me. <laughs> did he have a huge cock, by the way, Stephen? Uh, Steve? Yes. Yeah? <laughs> they, yes, they, most of the guys that come up there do. Okay. And uh, it's not just my wife and her friend. There's a bunch of white and Asian Latin girls there. What, that go up there to fuck these guys? Is that what you're saying? Yes, a lot, a lot of them stay. There's only a few that get to go home and come back every day. My wife and her friend are one of them. So a lot of them live in in these projects with these guys, and they're are they yeah. dating them it's or a, they? It's one. It's it's more or less one that they're not using. It moves around every once in a while, like every six seven months. 
Right. So it's like a sort of a community of people that do this thing. It's like a swingers party, but a gangbang sort of scenario, right? Like a gangbang group that sticks and what. And so some girls are involved in that group all the time. And some people come in and make guest appearances. (laughs) Well, the people that go like we go almost every day, except for when this COVID started. Okay. Yeah, we all we stayed back for a couple of weeks and then went. I drove instead of going on the bus. Mm-hmm. And um, now we're pretty much back to going every day again. Okay, but don't jump ahead. Let's stick back to that, uh, the beginnings, right. the first time. So you're there. Your wife's getting fucked by a huge black guy. Now, do you see these other women around? Or do, maybe that'll come later in the story. Let's just... Uh, right now, it's just the two of them okay. in the room. So now then what the happens with the, there. right. What happens with the friend? With the what? With the friend. Your wife's friend. She starts fucking the guy too. Oh, she's sucking right now. Mm-hmm. And once she gets him big, he lays her beside her and starts doing her. But, uh, they're doing my wife's being screwed first. And, um, all of a sudden, the guy starts moaning, and he makes a couple more moves and then rolls off of her. And then he goes, uh, come and look at the mess that I put in your wife. I got up off the chair, walked around the bed, turned. As I turned to look, he forced my face between her legs and told me to suck out everything that he put in. Oh, you're so the cleaner-upper. They call that the cream pie, right? <laughs> is that what yeah, I've learned that. I've learned that from my show. Um, okay. And now, how did you feel about that? Did that turn you on? Uh, not then. I started to clean, and I thought I was going to be sick. And I couldn't say anything or let him know. I tried waving my arm, and he just laughed and kept my head there. Mm-hmm. And after a little bit, I thought I knew I wasn't going to be sick. I just contested, I better do this or something weird's going to happen to me. Right. So you didn't I want them to her. get mad. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I cleaned her. And when I was done, he released my head. And my wife thanked him for screwing her. I don't know what's a proper word to be saying. Yeah. And, um, Right about then, the other guy finished with her friend, and my wife told me to go and clean her. I needed to practice. Interesting. Or crazy. I don't know. Like, like, I mean, let me ask you this about your disability, like, and how they cut the nerve. Like, is it that you could still get hard and feel horny, but you can't come? Or is it that you don't even feel horniness, or you feel it in your brain, but you can't get hard in your dick? Right. I'm horny, right. but I can't. It, I can't get uh, stiff at all. Right. Okay. Right. So you could get horny in your body and in your mind, but your dick doesn't. I just can't perform. Right. It doesn't get hard. Okay. So you're. Are you? So, all right. So now you're going down on her friend cleaning up. Right. Mm-hmm. And I clean her, and then two more men came up, came in, and at the end of the evening, I had cleaned fifteen. From my wife and 15 men from her friend. What? Stop. 15 guys each they fucked that night? 
I mean, well, I well, guess they both did the same 15 guys, right? It's not 30 guys, right? It's the same 15 guys or fuck both of them. Right. Oh, my God. 15 from one and 15 from the other. And then they proceeded to put uh, three more loads in them. And then they said, that's for you for when you get home. Mm-hmm. And uh, I redressed the girls after they were done. And... um as we were leaving, somebody said, see you tomorrow night. And I said, oh, God. <laughs> and then my wife goes, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow night and every night. And I said, oh, God, this is going to go on and go on and go on. And now, but, um, did you, at that point, the first time, right? Like, because you're like saying, oh, God, this is going to go on. Is it because like it, it wasn't a turn on for you? Was it a turn on for you? Uh at first, it wasn't having my head forced there. Right. But by the fourth or fifth guy doing it, he just said, go clean. And, mm-hmm. uh, I did it. And I guess I was getting, I wasn't getting sick anymore. I, I, I guess I was getting used to it, I guess you could say. Right, but not yet turned on by it. No. Okay, but the girls liked it. They were into it. Oh, the it. girls loved it. <laughs> now, wait, you said like recently you started driving instead of taking the bus. This first time, did you take a bus there and a bus back? We had to take two buses. Oh, my God, imagine if I was sitting next to you one on the bus. The and then like one the, up to the hill. Nobody yeah, the on that bus wearing... ever knew what the fuck just went on with you guys. Uh, the, fir- the first bus, well, they were wearing short dresses right below there. Butts, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. Weird to say. Uh-huh. And when they sat down, they rode up a little bit, and you could see their underwear. We were in the back of the bus, and they just sat. They didn't try to hide anything. Right. And um, on the way home, like I said, they had three loads in each. And when we were going on the second bus, everybody knew where we were going. Because it was mostly black people, because that's it services the hill area. Uh huh. And uh, they go, oh, we're gonna have to check in and go over there. But um, so uh, so everyone that lives up there kind of knows what the deal is, and that stuff goes down. And if they see white people in the neighborhood, they're like, oh, they're going to be gang banged by these guys. I mean, is that what you're telling me is going on on the hill? Uh, in that part of the hill, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like I said, every, if, when they're going to either fix or move into another uh, that uh, project area, we ended up we end up moving to another one that's being going to be fixed later. Uh huh. So we're at a, we're at each area for like six, eight months a year, and then we move to another one that's going to be renovated. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, so there's always a place to go. Okay. And now, so you guys leave that first time. Do you all go back to your house and uh, like what, what goes down? Do you clean? Well, you know, they each have three loads in them. What happens with them? Okay. Uh, after we left and we made it into town, we were walking to the second bus stop. Mm-hmm. And my wife goes, that she says that she has come starting to run down her leg. So we had to go find a place that didn't have anybody 
And uh, it took a little bit of time, but we found the place and I cleaned her up a little. I didn't take it all out. I just cleaned it a little and we made it to the bus stop, waited about 20 minutes and got another bus home. Mm-hmm. And uh, once we got home, I removed their dresses. And then I knelt down in front of my wife's friend and slid her panties down and cleaned her. Mm-hmm. And then she, I guess, went to the bathroom to take a shower or bath or whatever. And I went over and I kissed my wife. And my wife says, did you enjoy yourself tonight? Because I had a great time. <laughs> and we're going to do this every night. I said, I sort of figured that when we were leaving. What you said, you'll see them every, tomorrow night and every night. Oh, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, she goes that she's going to go to the hill tomorrow and every night with me or without me. I said, that's okay. I'll go with you. No problem there. And she goes, you're going to have to clean me and my friend as many times every night as you've done tonight, which means 15 men plus whatever they yeah, yeah. Put in her when we come home. Uh huh. And I said, We're still married. I can put up with that. We're not getting a divorce. And she goes, No, we're not going to get a divorce as long as you keep doing that for us. Now, uh, did, now let me ask you this. At that point, how, how long ago was this, the start of this? I know you're still doing it now, but how long ago was this first scenario? Oh, God. Our first child is. Um, going to be seven so it's been about eight and a half years maybe a little more okay so so now at that point that first time were you doing it because you didn't want to get divorced because you guys were having all these problems before and you figured like oh if you just let her get laid by other people and that'll keep her happy and your relationship could handle like we're or last like were you just really afraid to lose your marriage and is that why you uh, were saying we okay had a great marriage we had a great marriage until that operation. Right, yeah. And uh, I guess I really didn't want to lose her. And I guess I figured I'll do whatever it takes to keep it going. Right. Which mm-hmm. I'm doing now and have done for the last eight and a half years or so. Right. But the big question to me is at any point, and I'm still going to keep going to the, back to the full story. You know, I want to hear more details, but like, in the past eight years up until now, have you ever been horny for this scenario? Uh, I get horny, but there's nothing I can really do about it. Right, but I'm just saying, does it actually turn you on, though, now? Because it seems like when it first started in the beginning, at least that first time, it was well, something you were just doing and going through the motions, right? I don't know, but at some point, did it start to turn you on, it, even in just your I, mind? I've always liked interracial porn, and I guess seeing my wife with black men turned me on. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Made me feel good, you know? Yeah, so it was a turn on. But what about, you know, looking up the cum? Did you like that? Uh, what was that? I'm sorry. You what about, up there. yeah, what about like, you know, cleaning up, being the cleaner? Like, 
that calm oh, thing? Like, did you eventually learn to enjoy it? And is it a turn on for you now? I mean, being that cleaner, you must have eaten a lot of jizz in your time. I mean, oh, eight years, 15 yeah, guys 15 a night. I mean, men, I could do the math. 15 men a night plus the three that they put in when we go home. So it's 36 men a night. 36 like, like jizz from- loads okay a night every night for eight years that's a lot of fucking cum in your belly so i just want to know over time right i know in the beginning the first time you said you kind of like felt like you were going to get sick and then after a while you got used to it i mean do you enjoy it uh no i do okay but i try to keep you know from my friends what i do but with poor black kids everybody knows what pretty much what's going on that well, they know that she's having sex with that. I guess they don't know that I'm cleaning her. Yeah. When they're not making kids. When they're, wait, these are, wait, who knows? I guess everybody knows, our neighbors and all that. How come? they? How do they know? Because, well, I mean, they know that because the kids are interracial, they're half black. What kids? Oh, oh, you mean your wife has had babies from these people? Yeah, they both have four children by oh my god you say that as if i'm supposed to know i'm not a fucking mind reader i'm sorry i thought i had that in the thing or maybe i may have skipped it when i wrote your Uh, i don't remember that but uh, you know i i reply to a lot of comments and a lot of people's stories Uh, yours does stand out to me because it's cray cray but i don't remember it's okay no 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 i'm getting the full story now no no worries listen okay so now so after so you have two kids, right? But your wife and that her friend have had how many kids together? They each, they each have four. My wife has uh, three girls and one boy that are mixed. And my wife's friend has two boys, two girls. Okay. And so yeah. how did you feel about it the first time your wife got pregnant from one of these guys? I thought it was funny because she said she didn't want any more kids. Yeah, that's why you got the vasectomy and ruined everything for yourself. Yes, and now she has, uh, we got six. Six. Oh, I'd be a little, were you ever angry? But wait a second, so while she was pregnant, did she go and fuck these guys too? Up until the ninth month, yeah. Okay, so. And uh, while they were pregnant, before I forget. Yeah. I really enjoyed cleaning them while they were pregnant because they had a, have a sweet, taste to them while they're pregnant really and it make i don't know for me it just makes it a little better to clean them while they're pregnant than just cleaning the jizz from the men in them right but how awkward is it when you're in the hospital and all the doctor you know the doctors there whoever you know and you're with your wife you're two white people and the baby comes out half black like i mean does is anyone looking at each other funny? Like, you know, I mean, <laughs> this is like, do you feel uncomfortable at all? Because they must be like, what the fuck's going on here? They might, but uh, my wife and I don't anymore. Right. Well, after the fourth one, but I'm saying like, I don't know. These are Even the things the I think one, about. I, was... I would be like, oh, no, like everyone's going to know our business. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the first couple, years, the first two, yeah. But then I said, the doctors know and we've, she's gone She's being checked up up there, and she has the kid up there, the baby up there, mm-hmm. with the with the doctors up there. They have doctors that come up and deliver the kids. Okay, so these doctors, and, yeah. 
And uh, when my wife has a child that they have, I think it was 25 black young black girls, 12, 13, in the, in the area where they can watch. And I think that's in hopes that they don't have sex and start having kids. But they know there's people there that do have sex with the men and they can, you know. What do you mean that they watch? They watch what? They watch the kids? They watch the birth. Oh, they watch the birth. And you say you think that that's for them to know that they don't have to go do that and service these guys. Yeah, go through all that pain, you know. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, don't get pregnant. Right. Okay. So, and you raise these kids as if they're your own? Do the, do you... I've adopted them. I've adopted ours and I've adopted hers. The friends. friends Did the friend have a a husband at all? Or no, I'm assuming no. She had a husband, but ended up... Right before that evening after they decided that we're going the next day. Yeah. Her husband said that he, she, he's divorcing her. And she came over with what belonging she had and stays with us at our house. Now, does your wife ever fool around with her or they just strictly fuck these other black guys? Just black guys. Okay. That that I know of. All right. Well, I think there might be stuff about your wife you don't know about. Because I, I, to make that leap from going to a regular wife that's like with you, monogamous, you guys are just having regular sex too. You know, she comes in with her friend and she's like, let's go have a gangbang with all these black guys. And she's down for everything. And, she, you know, she's like a little bit too professional. I, there's got to be history there maybe that you don't know about or stuff that went down that you didn't know about beforehand. Because, I don't know, it seems like, like I said, a big jump, you know, without a lot yeah. of talk and conversation or nervousness. And especially because it wasn't like... A lot of times I'm talking to guys who want this to happen and they're pushing the woman. I mean, not Christine. Christine, gangbang Christine, you know, she made this all happen for herself. So maybe when it comes to gangbangs, it always is like the woman's choice and the women are the aggressors, right? I mean, but I just think like, you know, it just comes out of nowhere. It's odd, you know, that maybe she was fucking black guys behind your back. I don't know. (laughs) I think her friend was doing black men, but not as many. Right. Because she had the phone number and knew oh, right. who to call. Right. And maybe your wife, but this is what could go down between girls, which would be a very realistic uh, like situation that I could see happening. Your wife's complaining that you can't fuck her, right? She's unsatisfied. Sure. This girl, I guess, is cheating on her husband because she's married at the time, right? Her friend. But you, she had maybe she was doing this. Like, did her husband know she was doing it? I guess not. I'm not sure, but all I know is she got divorced. After that. The divorce went through on the second day. <laughs> okay. So maybe he found out or she told him. So she was obviously fucking guys behind his back, probably talking. Girls tell each other everything, right? Most of the time, if you're cheating on your husband, you're telling your friend. You have to, girls have to talk, right? We're talkers. You, don't, you know what? We can't keep that shit to ourselves. So she's obviously telling your wife, right? And your wife's like really super horny because you, you're not banging her. So they probably had discussions about it before. Maybe she went with her friend behind your back, and then that day that they saw you looking at the interracial porn, they're like, oh, maybe he'd be into it. Let's bring him along. I don't know. But she was probably, probably the, like, the history of her sort of, you know, gradually 
Well, yeah, I think she knew because, like I said, when they came in and I was watching the interracial porn, and when it was over, she asked if I liked watching. Then she went to the phone. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, exactly. Like the friend for sure. But I really think that your wife knew what was going on with the friend and they had the discussions. Because oh, like, like I said, I was like, that's why I asked you, did you and your wife have any discussion about this? Because it's like just to make that leap from just regular married people doing this and then having this problem and then having gangbangs. Like I just think something had to there had to have been conversations going on. Where I think the conversations went on were with her friend as opposed to with you. You're right. You know, that's where it must have happened. And that makes sense. So now you go back. Uh, so you, now your wife's friend is living with you. I know that eventually these girls start getting pregnant from these guys. But so then you just start going up there all the time. We go. We were going every day. Oh, my every God. Every day. How many guys every day would they fuck? About fifteen, well, fifteen plus three. Always so the same amount of 18. times. Who was keeping track of that? <laughs> I, I since it's COVID, I could just go and count the, you know, look at the calendar and the, this long. But um, I don't worry about it anymore. Like I said, I enjoy watching. Mm -hmm. And now, like I said, after the first couple of weeks, I. I hate to admit it, but I enjoy cleaning them a lot. Yeah, no, that's what I asked you before. I would think, listen, if it's something that's happening for eight years, at some point it had to turn around that this is something that you're into, right? We know she was into it. You liked interracial porn. You did like to see right. your wife get fucked by those guys. So obviously that whole cuckold thing, you know, was working for you. Maybe you would have never gone down that route if, you know, you're you didn't have a vasectomy that went wrong, you know? I don't know. I keep thinking, wondering, but that's the past and this is now, so... Yeah, whatever. This is what, you know, listen, these were the cards you were dealt, right? So you guys are making the best of it? I don't know, right? I mean... Yes, we're... Your marriage is still intact. So now, how long after... So now you go back the next night and it's the same thing right you got they're banging all these guys is it the same set of guys all the time uh it's it's a there'll be one or two that i notice that have screwed her before mm -hmm. but like i said they have at least 30 girls that stay there women stay there no i'm talking about the guys do the guys change oh i like i said i've not, noticed two or three that i've seen before so there is a big rotation. If every time they're fucking so many guys and you only see one or two that, or two or three well, that are the same. One or two that I've noticed from the past. Yeah, yeah, So it's always new guys. Now, what about these other girls? What's the deal with those other girls? Uh, most of them stay there. and. Yeah, but do you see them around? Do they come in the room? Have you seen them have gangbangs? I mean, how do they come into the play in the story, and how do you even know about them? Uh because the doors are removed, and we go to a room that they tell us to go to. Mm -hmm. And like I said, the doors are removed so that the guys can see, you know, what girl they want to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh, like I said, just walk down looking. You know, you can hear the noise and see look inside, but. 
if the guy's doing it, don't look at you like real dirty. Y'all, this is for us, not you. Right. Keep moving. Yeah, but how do you know that these other girls live there and all their situation? You know what I mean? How do you know that? Because you guys don't live there, but, you know, how do you know that these girls stay there? Uh, we talk to them every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, excuse me. Like I said, uh, there's at least at least 30 girls that I know of. There may be more. Mm-hmm. That you've met floor. in the time. Now, have you ever and watched them? Have they ever been in the room? Or is your wife always just with her friend? It's my wife and her friend. Right. Because the other girls, I don't, I guess they go to the bathroom and clean themselves up when the guys finish. Uh-huh. Where my wife and her friend, I clean them when they're, they're finished with them. Right. And now, do all these kids and your wife... And your wife's friend, like, does your wife's friend and all her kids live with you guys still? Or did she eventually get her own place? Uh, she's, they're still living with us. So how, how big is your house? Don't you have like a million kids in that house? Four kids. Let me do the math. You had two before. They each had four. So that's eight. That's ten kids and three adults. So how big is that house that you live in? Or is are you? It's a two-story. It's uh, It's really a, a joke. Bedroom. You don't really need to answer it. But, I mean, how... How, uh, who takes care of these kids all day long? I guess the kids start to take care of the kids, right? When you have that many. Uh, yes and no. The black people that um, we service, they send a couple pe people down to watch them and feed them when we're not there. And then when I get home, uh, they'll come and pick them up and take them home. Oh, so the black kids don't live with you guys. Oh, no, they live with us. It's, they have like girls that come in and help take care oh like of the babysitters kids. like nannies they bring you nannies yes to help yes okay That's how did that get said. hooked up because they know that it, it's their children do they know who I, there would be no way really of knowing which guy fathered right these children right right but they help out and they so uh, have you become friends with any of these people uh, what was that, please? Have you become friends with any of these people? Like, how does that, you know, like, uh, how does that uh, arrangement of them bringing people down go down? Like, who's having conversations? I know everyone's getting fucked and cleaning up and taking buses back and forth. But, like, you know, who's having the conversation like, oh, I'm going to send somebody to your house at this time. You know, I mean, those well, are. Well, that was all prearranged. Before, before the babies were born. Right. Before the kids were born. But who has those conversations? Would your girls have those conversations with people? The girls had it with whoever runs the place. I don't even know. Oh, I get, she has a phone number. Something's going to happen. Or, you know, if they want to send her, if the girls want to come in early or. Now, did your wife's late. friend have any other kids before or are these just her only kids? Just our two that we had before all this started. Now, your kids, right? How yes, old are they mom. now, and what do they think about what's, what's going on, or do they know? I mean, they must. Like, are they like, what the fuck? Yeah, they they sort of know, because the youngest one is, oh, God, going to be nine. Mm-hmm. And the uh, older one's 11, going to be 12. Your kids with her. My, my kids, my, yeah. our kids. Yeah. Mine and my wife's kids. Yeah. So what do they know about their brothers and sisters? 
they they know that I can't have kids. I guess she told them that she wanted to have some more, and uh, she knows somebody that would give her some, and I've agreed to it. Right. So they just and everyone's they're cool and they're close with their brothers and sisters, their new brothers and sisters. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's, well, there's their occasional argument. But of course, that's normal. They get but, along great. Right. And they is, get along great. And now, what? How do since you all live together with this other woman? I mean, do they consider those other children their brothers and sisters? I mean, because they could be related to the you know the the four and the four. I mean, there could be you know the same father right there with some of those kids. There's a possibility, but like I said in the beginning, which I've adopted her children too. Right. Hmm. So you're just one big, happy family. Right. Right. Um, And so you're the father, like also to her children, like do they call you dad? Yes. Mm hmm. It's fun. Dad, dad, dad. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's why I'm not here in the car. Right. Oh, right. Right. Maybe it's a good thing you can't have sex because you just like have too many babies to take care of. So when would you have time? Ten fucking oh, well, kids. I, I have one child, and it's hard work. It's definitely hard, but I know she's getting enjoyment that she wouldn't have gotten. Right. So all over these years, what's the like? Are there any kind of crazy scenarios that have happened besides the obvious crazy scenario that you're going up there watching? You know, your wife and her friend get fucked all the time. Like, did anything ever, you know, happen that was in addition to that that was different? Uh, I'm going to say no. I, I go up, I undress them, watch them have sex, clean them. It's always the same finished. amount of number of guys, never more, never less? Uh, sometimes it's a couple more. Mm-hmm. But it's at least 15 plus 3. At least 15. Right. We'll leave, we'll leave the house somewhere around 4 to 4.30, and we don't get home to 2 to 3.30 or later in the afternoon. In the morning. And now who, in the beginning, who's watching your kids? Uh, the girls are staying late because I knew I had to do this today. No, no, but, no. Uh, no, in the beginning when you're going up there to, you know, all these hours, who's wa- who was watching your kids? Did you have a babysitter at the time? Yes. Right. Okay. Um, and now. Well, since... girl, until she found out that. Oh. Until she found out we were doing the black men, she got mad and quit. How did she we find got out? Somebody else, and then they both got pregnant, and because um, it was only a couple months after they started that they ended up getting pregnant. Uh huh. I'll say five months. Mm hmm. And then they started with the kid. Uh, like I said, we got four kids, and almost seven, five. Three and a half and one and a half are my wife's. Uh-huh. And the, and the, uh, her friends are basically about the same. Right. They got them pregnant at the same time. Well, you know, when girls uh, stay close together for a period of time, and it happens, it's like, because I, I Googled it, like as a girl, you're like, you have these friends, and then you start to like, your periods and cycles start to sync up, right? And I was like, why the fuck does that happen? Because it definitely happens. And it's something from your armpits, right? Like your armpit 
odor. Something yeah. happens in your armpit that syncs up if you're in close contact with another female for a length. So, you know, it makes sense nature-wise, right, and scientifically that, you know, they would be getting pregnant at the same time because they were, they're, you know, they were together a lot. They're living together. They're, they were probably very in sync, their cycles, you know? Right. So they were ovulating and able to get pregnant at the same exact time as each other, right? Yes, ma'am. That's why the ages are so close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. I can't even imagine how you keep track of them and know their ages or their names. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me their names. I know I'll blow it. Uh, no, I don't, I'm not going to ask you. Don't worry about that. Um, so now, so when COVID hit, so the eight years, it's all going down. Eventually you get turned on by it, but you never, you have never had any nerve regeneration at all. Cause I know that sometimes you could lose a sensation or a nerve could be, you know, <clears throat> cut and you could lose it, but it could sometimes come back over many, many years. Have you ever had any kind of feeling that have come back for y- yourself? No, not, not yet. I keep hoping. But then, um, if it happens, my wife's happy doing this, and I, I'm happy with her, so. Right, it's if fine. If it doesn't, I'm okay. I'm fine with it. If it does, maybe I'll get to sneak one in here and there. <laughs> right, but I mean, so you haven't been able to have an orgasm or every or anything until no. um, now. I mean, until never. I mean, you haven't had one in eight years. A little over eight years, yes. Yeah, well, I've had guys on here. One guy in particular that talks a lot about it, about, you know, how having an orgasm and actually coming and are two separate things, right? Like ejaculation and having an orgasm could happen at different times, right? And like, do you ever feel that you could feel pleasure, but you just don't come? Or is there just nothing? Because you say you do get horny, right? Is there any kind of sensation you feel if, like, you're you're touching your dick, but you just don't come, but you could have, like, orgasms? Or no? No, I don't. It's dead. Oh, my God. I'm supr- I can't even believe you can't get some compensation for that. I get it that you can. I'm not going to waste our time talking about that. But anyway, so now COVID hits, right? You guys are used to going up to the hill. Cops never bust that place. Nobody ever worries about Hell what's going no. on. Interesting. They have to know what's going on. Right. Yeah, they but have I guess to. They get, uh, the, the girls don't get any money, but I believe the men pay a couple bucks to have sex with the girls. Oh, right. Who's ever running it? It's like uh, you pay yeah, a fee I mean, to get in. Not... Yeah, if it, they're paying, it's under twenty. Right, it's not a lot. Under ten. Uh huh. Whatever they can give at the time, I guess. Right. Yeah. Well, listen, they have a lot of guys coming in. I mean, if you said they have all these rooms, and I'm doing a lot of math on this episode, but if they say they have all these rooms, <laughs> right? And your girls are fucking like fifteen different guys or more, and then they have other rooms with other guys. I mean, you know, and that's in one Most hour. Of the rooms- most of the rooms only have one girl in it that mm-hmm. I know of. Right. Uh, the room that my wife and her friend have never been separated except for when one's giving birth. Right. Uh-huh. Now, when COVID hit, like, how long did you guys go without going up to the hill? Uh, it was about two, two and a half months that we went up for a day just to see what was going on and they didn't have much sex then. I think only five guys. Uh-huh. 
Did they wear a mask? Was there any more? Yes. Everyone wore masks? Everybody wore masks. Interesting. Uh, They don't want their product ruined. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. So it was like there was there's rules. Like you got to wear your fucking mask. Is there someone at the door that lets you in and tells you these things? Or does like, you know, your wife and her friend have conversations with these people ahead of time? I know they talk to them and... Most of the time I'm kept out of the conversation, except for he's doing a good job or the men like, you know, watching them clean up after they put the mess in them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's probably a turn on for them, too. So and it's for you to be watching, for you to be like the cuckold, right? For you to be for them to be fucking your wife. I mean, there's probably a lot of, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of turn on there because of the whole scenario, especially because you're there. It's probably like a, you know, a very popular room. You got the two girls, right? You got the husband, you got the cleanup. <laughs> this is like. They, they enjoy it. And like I said, uh, after the first couple times, I've learned to enjoy cleaning them. And I enjoy, I've always enjoyed watching interracial sex. Now it's my wife's the performer uh-huh. and her friend's the performer. Right. And it's right there. And instead of being told to go clean, I end up, you know, going over and cleaning them. Right now you don't even have to be told. No. And you don't get After sick. The first... What was that? You don't get sick. I mean, that was just the first, that was just in the beginning, right? Because I mean, you're just swallowing a lot of cum. Oh, excuse me. Yes. You know, um, and uh-huh. so in the beginning you would just go a couple times, but now that, you know, we've been in, you know, quarantine, quote unquote, uh, for the past like six months recently, have you been going back more or, and is there still, been, yeah, we've been going back more and instead of taking the bus until all this is cleared up, I've been driving. Right. Uh, you guys go up and now do you wear, is everyone still wearing masks or do, and is, do they ever fuck with condoms? I mean, how many babies can these women have? I have no idea. The way it's been going, I guess within the next six months, I'll probably try to get them pregnant again. You'll try, but like no, you say, I'll try, meaning like you'll take them up there. They'll, they'll try, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, but I get it. So, you you know, and they'll probably have another baby. Probably, because right now, my wife, when all this started, she's 36 now. Right. She was 20, in her late 20s when we... How old are you? I'm 51. I'll be 51 next month. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how old's her friend? Uh, her friend's two years older than she is. Right, okay. She's 38. So the- so they're still they they could still get pregnant, right? They have a couple of years left, and so they're yeah. they're probably going to get pregnant again. Uh, there's no doubt. It's just when they want them to get pregnant. As long as they're making a little money on them, they'll probably hold off until things slow down, and then they'll. But how they do they hold? A couple bucks. But how do they hold off? Because if they're jizzing inside of them, there's a chance they're going to get pregnant. So is there sometimes well, where they go up and control. they don't? Oh, they're okay. Oh, okay. Right now. Okay. So is it? T- are they told to get off of it at a certain point? How did they get pregnant in the past? 
Okay, so the time. so the sort of the babies were planned. Uh, they planned them. We just don't know when they wanted to have. They'll just say, "Stop taking your birth control at this, you know, start next week or whenever they say." Okay, this is a this is a crazy place. I'm I'm never gonna out where somebody lives. I don't know where your area code is or anything, but like, I think my, like, I never really think it matters where someone lives, you know? And like, I always say you could lie about your name, lie about where you live, lie about what you do, just tell the truth about everything else, you know? But in this situation, I'm dying to know where you fucking live because this is like a, just a crazy scenario. And if I wonder, I mean, it's, you're in the United States, right? So I just wonder if anybody... Yes. And I get, you know, most of my listeners, the majority are from the United States, right? Uh, so I just wonder if anyone listening to this uh, knows about the hill, the hills. What are they called? The uh, hill? Yeah. It's in this, they call it the hill here. But from what I understand, it's in other cities, most other cities too. Have this? That's what uh, the black guy said, because one guy keeps writing me and I, you go, where's this at? Where's this at? I go, I can't tell you. I'm not allowed. But I talked to, my wife talked to one of the guys, the people who run it up there. Yeah. And they said that it should be in every city in the black part of the town. Right. So I'm in New York City. Most likely there's this kind of scenario going on. I would say so. Right. New York's a big city, yes. Yeah, for sure. I want to put a, we're going to wrap this up in like a, a 10 minutes, but like I want to put a shout out to my listeners listening. If you know about The Hill, where he's from, or you know about this kind of thing going down in your neighborhood, please email me because this sounds like the craziest thing I've ever heard. I do not think you're lying. I'm not going to do that whole thing, like accuse you of lying, right? I mean, shit goes down. Like, and this is why it's so interesting to do my show because I've learned a lot about stuff that is happening, right? That people don't know about. Apparently right. in your neighborhood, what's it, what's, I think the most interesting and crazy part of it is, is it seems that a lot of people know and it's just accepted. Like even the doctors, right? They're delivering these babies and they kind of must know what's going down, like you said. And then there's nannies coming. I mean, there's a lot of people involved in this story that are in the know that it just seems so widespread and that, you know, so it's crazy well, to me. They have, yeah. they have part of the thing for where the girls deliver and like i say most people have between 20 and 25 girl young girls watching them every time a child's delivered yeah i don't know what that's all about but i'm saying where do the doctors like the you know are these like when your wife and her have like you know i had a son right and i know there's just like a million appointments you have to go to and they're doing sonograms and ultrasounds and you're getting measurements and you know you're, all that kind of stuff like I mean are you going to like real doctors in a hospital are you getting or are they birthing yeah, so these babies like in a room they're, they're real doctors right so I'm that's what I'm just saying that like it's like you know you have all these you're like your your doctor has seen you with your wife like are you in the room when your your wife's friend has her babies are you like the guy in the room I'm uh, I, since I, I, my wife and I talked about adopting and 
she agreed uh, when she has her has her children I'm with her too. Right. So, you know, do you see use the same doctor every single time? Like most of the time women... Uh, no, there's a couple different ones. Okay. Because I'm just saying, like, there's, there's got to be... It just seems like there's so many people that are involved besides the guys you're fucking and your wife and her friend that know about what's going on with you guys that it must be like that whole area knows, you know? So that's why I'm like, somebody listening has to know of this either where no. you are or someplace else because it just seems to be yeah, there's a no known thing there's no what there's no, poli- there's no police interference or yeah. anything yeah it's interesting that there wouldn't be you know what i mean i mean listen because there's money exchanged right that's why because it's like listen if your wife wanted to get fucked by a bunch of guys like that's legal right it's uh, everyone's adults it's consensual sex i think where it would be illegal is that there's you know money involved right an exchange of money and maybe like i don't know those young girls that are there are they being held there are they fucking black guys the ones that are watching or are they you know just children in the oh, community screws the black eyes there. no but i mean like they're not having they're not like raping young girls or having like sex slaves like i would hope that's not going on in this scenario you know what i mean oh yes uh like i said ours are still young i don't know what's gonna happen but uh no but i mean the girls that you see name. up there are all of age right they're women yes ma'am right they're they're of age right they're all women you don't see like these girls yeah they all have con. They all sign contracts to do this. Your wife, wife included. Yes, my wife and a friend both sign contracts. Do you know what the contract is about? It's that they will be there. Well, until this COVID hit, they'll be there every night, and we'll have sex with so many men, at least so many men, and guess what they do. Okay, well, Stephen, listen, you know, this is the one of the craziest stories I've ever heard, and that's saying a lot. I had a guy on here recently who put some raw, like, eggs down his pants and then crushed them and then jerked off. I don't know. That was like, I thought that was the craziest thing. I had on a guy named John who used to talk about having his wife fuck a lot of guys and, like, gangbangs, and he was very popular. And so, but I haven't been able to get in touch with him. I've been doing my show six years. I haven't heard from him since I talked to him the beginning, you know, of my show. And so, since then, I just have not heard a story this crazy. So, um, you know, high five to you for, you know, one of the craziest stories I've heard in a long time. Thank you so much for sharing it. You know, if anybody wants to comment and talk to Steven, since you comment on YouTube, right, you'll have to go to this episode and you'll have to uh, talk to people, right? Because people will be chiming in, Steven. I reply to everybody, but I want you to reply too. What? Oh, I replied to everybody. I got one person I haven't replied to yet. Oh, yeah, he's Joe like, Mahone. He's my, first of all, he's like one of my favorite people who comment on my thing, and he listens to all my episodes. I think he was talking with you, and he was like, you should go on the show with that fucking story, right? He's going to be excited well, that we're talking. Wanted, this, well, I, like I said, I lost the feeling in my hands because of diabetes. Yeah. And it's hard for me to. Type. The story I wrote took me five hours. Oh my the, God! The, Don't you know that you could just like press your phone and like talk into it, and and it could write uh, for you. My, the one I have now doesn't do that. Uh, well, you need to invest in that one, okay? Like, uh, I will when I get some free money. 
uh, yeah, yeah, you have a lot of kids to support. I don't know how you're ever going to afford it. Maybe we should do a little GoFundMe for you. But you need to just like, you know, you could talk into something and type like, you know, on your computer. I'm sure you could do it there too. But, you know, if you want to, I mean, it's so hard for you to write back. So I don't now I don't know if people are going to comment. But, you know, people will be commenting on this. I'm thinking I'm gonna, you're going to bump everybody up. Well, I've been, I have a lot of people backed up, okay, that are dying for their episode to be aired. But... Yours is coming out this fucking week, Stephen, because it's cray cray. Oh. And okay. I want to oh, see what people can... have to say about it. Um, so go on to YouTube because that's where I tell people to go now to comment on my show. And uh, you'll see what people think. And thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story. It's okay. fascinating. Tell everybody, well, everybody, I'll return their comments. It may take a little bit of time, but I do return. Like I said, I have one person to return and i'll be all caught up okay okay awesome so so he will you will definitely be there so people want to comment and talk to about this story i always reply to everybody too but what i think is great is when the person who was on the episode is on there and actually talks to people too so if anyone wants to talk to steven or for me about this story and his life and what has been going down with him and his wife and his friend and everything. Oh my God. And if you have questions that I forgot to ask and you want to ask Stephen, go to YouTube, Strictly Anonymous Podcast, find my channel, go to this episode and comment and Steve will return, you know, he'll talk back with you. So thanks again. Thanks so much for calling in, Stephen. I'm glad we finally spoke. Thank you for listening. No problem. I've been getting all kind of yeah. weird things on a few things that I've written so far. What do you mean? Uh, they say, oh, it's fake. And I write back, it's not fake. This happens to me every... Oh, well, yeah. Don't worry. Now people are going to be able to hear. And you know what I'm curious about? And I'll share with my audience whether I have other people that write in and say, like, this goes down in other places, you know. So we'll see. But listen, you uh, have to have a I get people saying all kinds of shit to me online. Like, you have to understand, though, Stephen, that there probably will be people saying all kinds of shit. OK, like that's just, uh, you know, but you'll be able what I love about YouTube. What I hate about, like, reviews on uh, iTunes is I can't talk back to somebody. Right. But on YouTube, what's great is that, you know, someone could say, blah, blah, blah. I don't believe you. But you could respond and get in a conversation with that person. So you'll be able to defend yourself. I like it, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. So it won't be a one sided thing. You're going to get people that are going to say all kinds of shit after they listen to this. But you're also going to get people that will probably have more questions for you. Right. So uh, definitely go there. Like I say, I answer everything. It may take me a little bit of time, but I will answer. Okay, thanks so much. You're welcome, and I appreciate it. No problem. Bye, Stephen. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.